Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, we have a very special episode that I'm super excited about sharing with you. Um, I've got my wife on today, Kara, and we are here talking about um, our couples mastermind that we did in, in 2021. And I'll be honest with you, this is probably one of the most favorite things that I've ever done, if not my most favorite, um, you know, of all the businesses, events, and everything that we've created. Um, this, this is probably my favorite to, um, you know, have met the couples that are in the mastermind and to just see the transformation and not only in them, but us. I mean, Kara and I have grown so much through this process. And um, I really found myself thinking lately, and I'll probably record another podcast about this, but um, there's, there's seasons in life. And Kara and I talk about this a lot on the episode today about different seasons and how, you know, couples are, we got to be cognizant of, you know, when our spouse is in a different season than we are. But even um, just something that I've been thinking about lately is we go through seasons of, you know, consumption and learning, basically. Um, so we go through seasons where we're a consumer of knowledge and information and we're growing, um, you know, putting ourselves in rooms and masterminds. And then we get to a point where we enter a season of, of facilitation, where you will, where you're kind of moving in a, out of, um, you know, consumption and knowledge and learning, uh, moving up more toward creation. And so in the center of that is like facilitation. But then we also enter seasons where we're in big seasons of creation. And I feel like that's where, you know, Kara and I are really at. And that's just the beauty of going through that progression. Um, just super excited to see what the couple's mastermind has become and share this episode with you. Um, I'll just tell you right up front, if you're interested throughout the process with this, um, if you want to get on the list, we've got the early wait list opened up right now. Um, we'll start doing discovery calls here in the next few weeks. Actually, probably by the time this episode is live, we'll probably be ready to take discovery calls. There's only 10 spots open. So I just encourage you to listen on and just talk about, I mean, even if you're not interested in the couple's mastermind, listen through this because I think some of the things that Kara and I learned through this year and some of the things that we got into will revolutionize your marriage and your relationship if you're currently married. And if you're not, you definitely want to listen to this as well because I think it will transform your future spouse and your life. So if you're interested in getting on the early wait list or you know somebody who is, text the word COUPLES to 480-531-7519. Um, let's get into the show. Karen and I are so excited to um, just get together and, and have a little chat about um, 2021 and what we learned doing the couples mastermind and just, you know, some of the reasons why we did it, which I think we've discussed this before, but, um, just some of the things that were solidified about, you know, our thinking around it and, and why we did it. And then, um, just some of the revelations that we had through it. So I think this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, we haven't had a conversation like this in a while, um, or recorded in a while. So I'm excited to, we should probably do this more often. <laughs> um, it's easy to put this on the back burner because we're always together, but um, I think having more of these podcasts together um, is super useful and helpful for other people too. You know, it's interesting because there was a couple times this year where we were actually talking with the couples about eliminating resistance and um, even just um, the setup that we're currently working through, we're just talking about that. And um, yeah, I, I agree with you. We need to get together and record more. Um, but for those of you that are listening, I mean, eliminating resistance in your life, I think is important. And, um, you know, Kara and I were just discussing, we need to probably do this once a month. Um, number one, we enjoy it. But number two, I think it's valuable. Um, but we need to get the setup right because it just took us, you know, 25 minutes to get this setup done. And, um, so it's just a lesson like eliminating resistance, I think, everywhere you can. Um, and there's a great book, Will, Willpower Doesn't Work, that you know talks a lot about that. So 
little side tangent, but uh, yeah, eliminate resistance. Yeah. So let's talk about 2021. Um, it has been an incredible year. Um, I feel like it went different than probably we were expecting. And, um, you know, doing the couples mastermind has been so much fun. And also we've just learned so much about it ourselves and then how couples even like work together too. So that has been like super interesting for me. Um, I don't know about you. Well, there's a million ways we could go with this, obviously, but the out, when I think about the couples that were in our mastermind, um, this year and you know, we're not quite done and it's almost November, we still got a couple months left with them. But when I think about the transformation that happened in their life and, um, the change that we've seen and, and some of this is my words, but some of it's also their words. I mean, we've gotten some testimonials and just conversation at the events and everything. Um, it's just been huge transformation for them. So it's actually blown my mind. I mean, it's exceeded everything that I, I knew it was going to be good. And I knew it was like, um, it was something that the world needed. Um, but it's far surpassed everything that I could have thought. And, you know, we were talking about this off camera. Um, one of our mentors, Russ, always says that if two partners have the same strength, one of them's not needed. Um, and that he's specifically speaking to business. But when you apply that principle into marriage, um, the reason that we're different is what makes us strong. Mm -hmm. And the, one of the big epiphanies for me was, um, you know, we even put in the copy early on, like a lot of times, you know, one spouse feels like they're in the backseat of a rocket ship. that's like heading to the moon, right? They feel like mm -hmm. they're not in the driver's seat. And it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, um, seldom there are some marriages like, I mean, I think ours is probably one of them where we're both, you know, just fully immersed in growth and um, self-development and we're both involved in masterminds, but some of that's seasonal too. And that's one thing that I think we need to, you know, kind of talk about and anchor back to here in a minute. But a lot of times I think one spouse feels like they're, you know, being left behind. And I think this was a container that was really needed for, um, the world and for marriages. And I'm just really excited about where it's going to go and watching these couples like flourish and align around what their giftings are and what they each bring to the table was really powerful to watch. Yeah. Um, and I love, you know, I think every, every marriage and every couple, not even marriage relationship, um, they each bring such like uniqueness to the relationship. And so getting on the same page doesn't mean that like you're having to do like, you know, with our business, for example, I'm not in all of the weeds and I, I know like a very high level, the things that I need to know that's going on in our business. And there is no reason for me to be in the weeds of our business. Right. But that doesn't mean we're not aligned. Yeah. And so I think like what you're saying is finding our strengths of what we're what we are bringing to the table. But then like staying on that like high level, we're going in the same direction with our life. Um, and I think, you know, just thinking of couples and the reason we created this was that, you know, that couple that there's one person charging far ahead. But then also, I think, you know, something I learned this year was there's couples also that are both high charging. Mm -hmm. And so that's also hard to align because sometimes it's, you know, people trying to one up the other one mm -hmm. um, and trying to, you know, take charge like and they're both fighting to be like that leader. Whereas I think like a really healthy um, relationship is a give and take, like what you're saying with seasons and, and allowing space for that other person to grow and allowing them to be who they're supposed to be because we're on the same team, right? Um, and I think a lot of times if there are two high charging partners, mm -hmm. um, it's easy to get into that like competition with each other when really we're going for the same goal. So aligning our purpose together, I think that's been really powerful to watch as well. 
Yeah, and I'm thinking like when you're even talking, I was get, just getting a visual. You know the the DNA strand that's like that's mm-hmm. moved like this. And when when we're going out and we're doing what we're doing, we just need to make sure that we're just intersecting on a continuous basis. And you know whether that's daily or weekly. I mean, we're a huge proponent of date nights and making sure that we're connected. And that's one of the things that I'm shocked at how many couples have not had a date for you know half a year. Yeah. Um, not obviously just in the couples mastermind, but everywhere we go, like I'm constantly having conversations where they literally have not really connected in six months or a year, or the last time we went on a date was three years ago. Um, It's just super interesting to me. And so when I see that DNA strand, like where we cross, we gotta go out and do like what we need to do. And then we just need to make sure that we're coming back and intersecting. And I think that was something that was really beautiful to watch is seeing these couples like align. We, you know, we did an event early in January, which we're gonna keep the same format, I think going forward, because it worked really well. But really the January event was about them coming in and we just kind of deconstructed some of um, the ideas about, you know, preconceived ideas and how they did things. And it was really just a transformational, we called it a goal setting weekend, but it was really just a weekend of transformation. And really coming out of that, um, it set them up to be able to go and set their goals for the rest of the year. Um, But it was really fun to watch because, um, you know, seeing some of them connect that weekend and then go back out and like I said, do that, just develop kind of that pathway and just making sure that we have those intersecting times. I think that's super valuable and important. Yeah. And I love that you're, you know, even talking about that, that intersection and the date nights, it kind of even goes back to what we were talking about recording, um, putting things in our calendar and making it a priority, um, is, is huge. And that's what all, you know, date night and making sure you're connecting. And I think we get it so mixed up of not, um, setting that time and it's easy it's easy to put something like that on the back burner because we're always here mm-hmm. right so like even recording a podcast with you or date night I see you every day mm-hmm. so I feel like I'm connecting with you but I'm not if I'm not actually intentionally setting aside that time to have a date night or to go on a walk whatever that connection time is for uh, for you know the couple that's listening but um, I think that's why people don't go on dates is because we don't make it a priority because it's a visual that we're seeing every day, but there's not that energetic connection. Um, and that's the same with this podcast and us recording together because we see each other all the time and we think we know that we can record at any point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't become a priority and we don't put it in our calendar. Um, and so I think that's just a lesson for everyone, yeah. you know, in your relationships, in your business, like whatever, you know, Chris Carter always says, you know, you for, we forget to measure what matters the most. Yeah. Um, and really taking that taking that step back and examining and I think that that's been really powerful for our couples too of like taking a step back because we get so inundated in our Mm -hmm. businesses and going and we have we're you know it's high stress high stress levels when you're chasing dreams and you're chasing kids and you're you know you're doing all the things and it's you have to slow down yeah so I think that that's what's been really beautiful is watching all of them kind of take their foot off of the gas and just really examine and see like what is this life that we're creating and do we really like it and then watching them all kind of you know re- remove puzzle pieces and then put them back together it's been so beautiful and such an honor to like just witness yeah super amazing i was thinking about it as you were saying that i just had a conversation the other day with jeff woods from the one thing and we were thinking you know just talking backwards it's interesting we live in austin now but if you rewind like i think it was 2018 or we were trying to figure this out but anyway we went to the couple's goal setting retreat with the one thing and i feel like that's where like a lot of this really got you know spurred and 
um, you know, you, I think a lot of your vision around helping women and all of that was birthed then. And I was telling Jeff this the other day, like, I feel like even though it wasn't necessarily directly something that they said, but I felt like this um, whole thing was like kind of spawned from that. And I know, you know, I think there's things that are in us and things that we want to do, but when you get in those environments and you see like what it could be, I mean, it might've taken two or three years to really see this thing come to pass. It's not like we just woke up one day and we're like, Hey, we're going to do this couples mastermind. It's, it's an iteration. And the reason why I'm sharing this, and this is what I was sharing with Jeff, getting in these environments is just the beginning. Um, and this is why it's so powerful that when we feel led to join something, whether it's a mastermind or a coaching group or just going to an event or whatever it is, when we feel led, we need to really listen to that. Because if we hadn't gone to the couple's goal setting retreat, I'm not saying that it wouldn't have happened, but the reality is that set us on a course um, for creating this container. And now after we've done a year of this, like this, our vision for this thing is so much bigger and so much more exciting. And some of that was even crafted while sitting around a table talking with the couples in Cabo last month about, you know, what's next. And so I'm just really excited about the future. But the point I was trying to make is we have to make sure that we get ourselves in environments where we can dream, um, not only ourselves, but as a couple as well. Mm -hmm. Um, the power of being with other couples um, we did Chris and Lori Harder's um, Couples Mastermind this year. That's so good. And it was so, it wasn't anything like going to get educated. Like it was all experiences. But being, allowing yourself to be in rooms with people who are thinking just as big as you are and not feeling like you have to kind of like cover that part of yourself up or feeling like you're bragging or something like that. Just having that free conversation has been so liberating. Um, for us as a couple and I think bringing that into our couples mastermind that we host has been really powerful for them as well as you know we can go into these rooms and this is the other cool thing is a lot of the couples said I would never hang out with you yeah not in a negative way but like in our day-to-day lives where we live we're not hanging out at probably the same places Mm -hmm. and so it's important that you actually insert yourself into rooms like this because you might not ever meet the people that you need to be surrounded with to bring you up to that next level of the person that you know you need to step into. If you just, you know, hung around your friends, which our friends where we live are usually great, but are they challenging us? And is there a space for us to be fully seen? Yeah. The the comment around, you know, our friends, like where we live, this is something that I've really shared a lot in the last, I don't know, probably year or two. But I think relationships have a certain... Um, they have a certain meaning in our life and we're not going to find people that are like everything to us in all areas, including our spouse. Yes. Like we have to, we can't expect a spouse to feel like fill all of our needs. And it's the same thing with our friends. And I've seen this happen so many times where, you know, people are hungry and they're wanting to grow and they want to have bigger conversations and they don't want to just go to the bar on Sunday and watch the basketball game anymore. They want to, they want to talk about money and finances and sex and the, you know, the things that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah becoming a better version of yourself and how do we grow and um, think and grow rich, like these kind of conversations. And we're frustrated. There's so many people that are frustrated and they feel like, I think sometimes we feel like that we have to just completely leave our friends. And the reality is we need friends that are just our downtime too. Um, And so I think keeping people where they belong, it doesn't mean that we have to like completely disconnect from our friends either. But to your point, um, you know, we've made this realization when we were still living in Elko, Nevada, Um, we didn't have the circle that we wanted necessarily a circle that was pulling us up and inspiring us. And 
So we started going to masterminds and we started, you know, traveling and finding, it doesn't have to be consistent. We were talking about this off camera a little bit. Nobody wants to hang out with the same people three or four or five times a week anyway, or even twice or three times a month. So you don't actually need to have um, all of your relationships even, you know, your neighbors don't necessarily have to fill all those needs. You can go out like we um, saw the couples do to, to your point. Um, one of the girls said, you know, she's got all these different communities. We were talking about this in, in Mexico. She has her religious community and she has her friend community and she has her, you know, professional community. And she actually made the comment that this community that we've built, the couples that were in this, were actually where she felt the most herself. Like she could be fully herself more than any other community. And I just, I thought that was super cool. Yeah, it's so powerful. And to your point of, um, you know, our friends that we're hanging out with, I mean, we're busy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's another thing is like, we are busy. Like as if you're an entrepreneur or you're a business owner or even career driven, and you have kids, like there's only so much time. Yeah. And so for, I think friendships are super important and we need to prioritize them, but you also need, like you, like you were saying, you can't hang out with somebody uh, that many times. So having like a community like this, where they understand how busy you mm -hmm. are, they understand um, that you're running a business and the stresses that that puts on. Um, they understand that you're going for really high goals. They understand you're trying to prioritize prioritize your family. And then also just having that space to feel like you're seen and you're in a safe space where you can fully be you. And when you do reach out, you know, they're going to be there. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I was just thinking about like, even, even just the friend community and, and being busy. And, you know, as you're saying that you were talking about seasons earlier, and I think we just have to be cognizant of that too. When, you know, we, you were talking about, um, you know, going out in the, one of us being busy and the other one being busy. This is just kind of how I heard it. So I think we have to be cognizant of those seasons for each other too. Um, there's seasons where we're both busy. Like you and I are both really busy right now. And then there's seasons where, you know, I might be busier, you might be busier. And I think being there to support one another too is a big thing that I watched this year because sometimes there's, there's a couple that I'm thinking of specifically that are just a gem in this group. And, and the wife has intentionally um, backed off of her professional career and stuff to be at home and enter that season. And it doesn't mean that it's easy though. That's the, mm -hmm. that's like the thing that we've got to understand through this. And, and that's why I think it's important to come across those, you know, connection points where we reconnect and just make sure we're checking in because just because we've made a conscious decision that one's going to go out and conquer and be busier and do certain things. And the other one's going to stay home and conquer at home doesn't mean that it's easy. Yeah. I love that. And even speaking with us, about us, like you are in a really busy season right now and I'm busy, but I've actually pulled back a lot during this like last couple of months and probably through the next like six months, I'm go going to be pulled back a little. Um, and I think that that's really beautiful too, because while you are, and I think it's almost like by design that like, I probably I'm feeling like oh, I need to pull back because you are charging mm -hmm. so much right now. Yeah. Um, and our home probably needs that balance. Yeah. Because if we were both like full on charging, I don't know what would happen. I mean, we still have Kaden at home yeah. um, and that could be really damaging to her sure. as a person. Um, and so I think, you know, just being sensitive to that, you mm -hmm. know, like me feeling like, oh, I kind of want to pull back. And I think sometimes it can be easy to see you hard charge, hard charging forward. Mm -hmm. And then me feel like, oh my gosh, I got to do something. Yeah. And I love when you can find that balance of like, it's okay that he's in this high charging place or I'm in this high charging place and it's okay for me to be 
just kind of holding down yeah. things at home. And I think that that's probably one of the most beautiful um, things about a relationship. And I think that is probably one of the biggest keys yeah. of really making that progress as a power couple. Like being that true power couple is that supporting and space that we give each other. Yeah. Well, and even that, just having a container, you know, one of the things that I love about being in masterminds is that there's a level of accountability. I was at an event last week or the week before with a bunch of guys and, you know, we're out having fun. It's Kyle's group and it's work hard, play hard kind of scenario. And so, but there's accountability on the backside of that and there's check-in. And so what I loved about the couples mastermind is just being able to have those monthly calls where we're checking in and we're seeing how everybody's doing. And then the one-on-one calls and, and the events and everybody's, so not only do we need to connect as a couple, but we need to come back together with friends that are also holding us accountable. And it's been beautiful to watch. And the reason why I'm sharing that though, is I remember recently I was on a call and there was a guy that I was talking to and he was talking about communication in these seasons. Um, and it's important that we come together. And so even with date night, okay. So um, I was even thinking when we were talking about date night earlier, we might need in just couples in general, um, we might need another connection point because date night is great. But also like, that's the time to reconnect and not that, I mean, we're, we're business people. So we're always going to be talking about business and everything else. But I was on this call with this guy and he was talking about how, um, they have a a weekly check-in and it's just, it's almost like a structured meeting where is there anything that needs to be said that wasn't said and, and they're just checking in and that kind of stuff. And he was also saying that when it comes to these seasons, um, they have, they have a system where whenever they're going to be busy, they communicate with number one, each other. And, and number two, the children, because there's nothing worse than knowing that you're in going into a busy season, but the expectations aren't set either. And so just, it all comes back to communication and check-in points. Like I was saying, those little, those places where we come back together. But if you even think about the kids, it's okay if you're a husband out there or a wife out there and you know that, you know, the next three, four, five, six months are going to be busy, but just accept it and communicate it. Because mm-hmm. if the kids if the kids just see you disappear, they don't understand it, especially smaller kids. Well, it doesn't even matter, even bigger kids. Um, but if you sit down and you say, hey, look, we're building X. And for the next three months or four months or six months or whatever, um, I'm going to be a little bit disconnected. I might not be at every single dinner. I might have some late nights. At least they know. And it's not a big deal. But when you just disrupt and shock the system, they don't understand that. Yeah. I, when you told me that, I was... That was such an eye opener for me because um, in 2020, I was in a major like say yes to everything growth season. And the month of January, I was gone like three weeks of January and I had been really at home a lot. And I was getting nervous up to that point. Like, and I literally didn't tell the kids like until like a week before. I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm gonna be gone like Mm -hmm. most of this month. And it shocked them and I could feel it. Um, so I think that that is like such a valuable lesson and something that, you know, if I would have just been letting them know when I found out that that was going to be happening, they would be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, like you said, and I think that can also cause like abandonment, abandonment issues because yeah. um, it is like a disappearing act rather than like communicating like this is what's happening. I'm not going anywhere. I'm yeah. still here. I'm still present. But you might not see me as much for just these this small amount of time it's not like i'm going to be disappearing forever so i loved when you when you shared that with me i was it was really eye-opening for me yeah and even just back to connecting i mean if if you're going to be in a busy season then also not only are we communicating that with the kids but then i can also know that hey like you need to wrap it up a little bit earlier you need to be present i've even found myself sometimes as our kids have gotten older 
like they're in their rooms, they're doing their thing. And I'm like, well, what difference does it make if I'm upstairs working? But it kind of does make a difference, um, you know, to be seen. And so I think just communicating and knowing too, that somebody needs to hold down the fort, whatever side that is, um, you know, where you were talking early on about when you have two hard chargers, a lot of times they can be in competition. But I think the other thing could happen too, where you got one hard charger and then the other ones, you know, feels left behind and there could also be some resentment. So not only could competition be an issue, but we have to be careful that we're not um, creating resentment around, you know, I'm at home more, you're out doing this. And it just comes back to the same thing, communication. Yeah. Um, and I love that we talk about that part too, because it's, it's real. Resentment is real. Um, and sometimes when they realize it, they might not even realize that it's happening, um, that they're feeling that resentment. But then like when it comes clear, that's when they can maybe high charge forward and be like, well, I'm leaving you because you left me like kind of that attitude. So I think communicating and um, understanding the seasons. And then if there is somebody who is maybe more holding the fort down, like making sure you're including them Mm -hmm. and inviting them. And that's why like things like this mastermind that we created, this is really why we created it. Mm -hmm. So that that person who feels like maybe they're left behind can come and be a part of something and they are growing with them. And then they're also validated and what they're bringing to the table because that is just as important that I mean maybe even more important is the person really holding down things in a season right yeah. that doesn't mean they're going to be holding down forever um, and so bringing inviting them into that environment I think is just so important and I think that that has been really valuable in our couples mastermind yeah so good I was having a conversation with um, one of the guys in the mastermind Ash the other day and he was talking about um date night and he was saying you know they've been really busy recently and they didn't want to leave the kids um and so they started doing date breakfast and my immediate thought was like that's not date night and you know we got these little like weird ideas in our head but as i was listening to him it doesn't really matter and this is the reason why i'm bringing this up like it doesn't really matter when you connect or where you connect or how you connect or what time of the day it is it's just connecting and i thought it was so cool just listening through that because they're in a season right now where their girls are little and they don't want to be away from them at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they adjusted. And when they drop the kids off at school or daycare or whatever it is, then they go have breakfast once a week. And so uh, the reason why I'm bringing that up though, is because I think we create a lot of excuses around why we can't make certain things a priority or why we can't do certain things. And it's just, it just, it, it's an excuse. That's all it is. If it's important to you, you're going to make it a priority. Yeah, actually I was just remembering, um, when our kids were probably grade school, maybe even junior high age, do you remember we would do Wednesday Wednesday yeah. lunch dates? That yeah. was like our date night. Mm-hmm. It was a Wednesday lunch. And that was really powerful. And so I think like just adjusting, like what season am I in? How can we make this work if a regular date night is not like feasible for us right now? Yeah, so good. Um, I think um, another really cool thing about the Couples Mastermind was the way that we structured it without kind of knowing (laughs) what we were doing. And um, I love how it ended up being because that first one you were saying was really deep. Mm -hmm. And we really, like you said, deconstructed a lot of beliefs and things that maybe um, thoughts and ideas that we had and really set the stage for them for growth Mm -hmm. through the year. Um, And then those connection calls like bringing in guests and um, just all kinds of different things that as a couple we need in our lives. Yeah. It, it was so good to see the way that it, you know, kind of, kind of played out. And um, I don't know, I guess there's some, 
there, there may be some some luck, but also maybe some divine intervention on how everything played out too. I, I could have never, I could have never imagined um, the transformation that we saw through all this. It was super cool. Yeah. And then um, our last event was more fun and play. And we designed it like that on purpose. But I kind of went into that, which was interesting for me, thinking, is there going to be enough for us to do? And it ended up being probably too much. Um, Like we planned not too much, but I was thinking we needed to add more activities. And it was so beautiful to see them be able to relax um, and let loose a little bit because I think that's another thing that we we don't take time to play and to rest and so I really loved that we brought in that that piece of it and um, just talking with the couples they really liked that we had those two different extremes um, so that was really cool to just see too yeah it's kind of as you're talking through that too um, I think part of it I said you know we couldn't have imagined but also it was partially just things that we need and it you know, really at the end of the day, it's things that you and I need, but also it's things that every couple needs. And if you think about it, how many times have we found ourselves saying, like we wanted to go on a couple's trip with other couples, but life gets in the way, business gets in the way, you know, kids, we can't leave our kids and all these excuses. And when even just the recent trip to, to Cabo, it was really cool to see a lot of these couples have little children. Um, I, I think one of them has like a toddler that's under two. Um, but seeing that, you know, these people needed this time away and yeah, we know, I think you even sent a text out ahead of time. Like, Hey, I know we're, you know, we're a week out and we know it's stressful and you're, you know, packing and you're setting up sitters and you're getting things ready at work, but this is going to be worth it. And being on the backside of that and seeing all these couples get to unwind and do all that stuff was super amazing. But I had also a realization that, um, we created something that we wanted. Like I've always wanted to travel with other couples and make that a, but if you don't put it in the calendar and you don't, most people are not going to make that happen. And even the couples that I've seen that do make that happen, they're traveling with the same set of couples every single year. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the reality is I'm like super excited to be able to travel with different groups of couples and experience life with, you know, people that are transforming and, and changing, but then also, um, get to come back together with all the previous years as a group too. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, just the different people that um, you do get to meet and the perspectives that you get. Mm -hmm. I think that was really powerful for me because we come from all different backgrounds and, um, you know, we have all these different views. Every person has a different view, but seeing and hearing other people's perspectives was really transformative for me as a person. And then watching them connect, um, that that's also cool to just like kind of step back and watch them connect and try to understand each other's perspectives mm-hmm. and bring pieces that we liked about what other people were doing back to our own homes. Yeah, so good. I'm I'm thinking about um, the twenty one irrefutable laws of leadership by John Maxwell. Is like we're talking through this and um, you know it's a book I read years ago. I think I was I think it was like two thousand one or something that I read it. But um, the first law is the law of the lid. And what that says is that, you know, if, if, if an organization has a level seven leader or a level six leader, it doesn't matter if you're a level eight, you're never going to exceed the, the level of the leader that's your lid above you. And what I'm sitting here thinking about, and this has nothing to do with an organization, but in a relationship, if we as a couple are not connected and growing together, and if so, if one of us has the ability to 
you know, reach a seven or an eight or a nine, but the other one is left behind and they're only performing at a seven or eight or whatever, um, they're, we're never going to balance out. And so it's different than the law of the lid in the sense that I actually think that we, we're only going to, we're only going to reach a level as a couple, um, that we can both reach. So it's not like one of us is an eight and the other one is a six and, and, you know, we can't, the one that's an eight can't get above a six. I actually think that, um, if we have the potential as a couple to be a 10, but we're not performing together, then we're only going to reach whatever the, the lowest level is. So if somebody's, you know, I guess lagging behind for lack of a better way to say it, um, if we don't get an alignment, then we can never get past where the, the couple, even when we were talking about resentment, I think mm-hmm. this is kind of where if somebody's lagging behind and they're not feeling the vision, they're not feeling the growth, we're not showing up for each other, then we'll never reach our potential. And again, that was one of the things that we put in the early copy was like, you know, this was for couples that were performing at a, you know, six, seven, eight, but they want to be in a nine and a 10. And just thinking about that, if we're not pulling together, then we'll never reach our full potential. Yeah, that's so true. And I'm thinking about, um, you know, just that I think it's almost the responsibility of the person who is an eight to invite. Mm -hmm. And um, because that person who's maybe a three and isn't feeling the growth, they're needing some inspiration. Mm -hmm. And it is our job as, you know, when we come together and we say, I'm committed to you, it's our job to like lift up that person and, and encourage their gifts and pull out the goodness that's inside of them. And I'm not saying... You know, if you have somebody who's like, no, I'm never going to do that. Like, that's a whole different story. But if there's somebody who's just like kind of feeling left out Mm -hmm. or, you know, like it's your responsibility to like invite them on the journey. It's, it's interesting as we're talking through this, because you're, you're in a lot of women's masterminds and groups and, you know, all those women are hard charging, powerful women. I'm in a lot of men's groups and there's a, there's a recurring conversation that's just like, Um, I hear this all the time. I wish my wife was just more interested in, you know, masterminds and events and doing some of this stuff. I almost every single time I go to an event, I hear this. I wish my wife was more interested. And what I just heard you say, and I don't know if you hear that, you know, I wish my husband was more interested. Absolutely. But what I heard you just say is that it's not, it's not our job to, you know, shove growth and, and again, create resent. We could resent them for not wanting to grow Mm -hmm. and they resent us for not growing or because they're not growing or because we are growing. And the reality is what I, what I heard you just say is that every time, every time somebody's thinking that way, I wish my wife was just more interested. I wish my, wish my husband was just more interested. We need to go wrap our arms around them and nurture that and find a place where they feel comfortable growing with us. Mm -hmm. Not so much, Hey, why aren't you doing this? Why won't you do this? But how can we find common ground and and grow together? Yeah. Well, if you think about if, if somebody's coming at you, like, why, why don't you want to do this? I need you to do this. It's, you're going to be defensive. Mm -hmm. You don't feel safe. And so even if you do go to that event, you're feeling like there's targets on you all around you. So, um, it needs to be a safe place for you to feel like you're, you can grow and you can open because if you go in there with your walls up, yeah. it's going to be pointless anyways. And then it's going to be this like, see, I told you that was stupid, yeah. um, attitude. So if you're, it's, it's all about like the way that you're presenting it and your attitude towards them and the energy you're coming from. It's not that, um, it's like letting them know you, you love them how they are, yeah. but inviting them on a journey that has really transformed you, but in a loving way. Yeah. It's interesting because like our closest relationship should be our spouse. And, 
there's no, you can't like, you can't hide there. And so I was, I was thinking about, as you were saying that when I first started seeing this was in the church, like years ago. And, you know, you'd have that one spouse, whether it was a husband or a wife, it's the same version, just a more <laughs> spiritual version. You'd have the husband or the wife that was, you know, saved and they're going to church and, and they're like, you know, the whole church is praying for their husband or wife that, you know, never comes and doesn't want anything to do with it. And then when that husband or wife finally does show up, they can feel that like, you know, the, the whole church has been like, oh, we're so glad you're here, brother. And, um, but it's the same. It relates over into masterminds and, you know, self-help and growth and everything else. If we're not aligned and supporting each other through that process, then we're actually creating more damage, whether it's religious, spiritual, business, growth, personal development, any of it. Um, the best thing we can do is just slow down and wait for the other person to catch up. Yeah, and really be present. I think there's so much power in being a heart-centered person and really going back to yourself of how do I want to show up? Because it's it's all in that energy. Like you were saying, it's you you put it off and they can feel it. Mm-hmm. And um, But when you come from that heart-centered place of like, I want what is best for you and I love you, it's it feels different. Yeah. There's a different feeling. And um, I think that's something I'm so grateful for in our relationship is I feel like, um, you know, when we opened our business, I wasn't a plumber, you know, but you invited me in on the journey. Like we, we've always done things together. It's never been like, you know, even though I wasn't a plumber, I was involved heavily in the business. Like I was doing the books. I've worked every part of all of our businesses, but you invited me in instead of being like, you're not a plumber. You don't know what this is. Like, go do your thing. You know, like you go over here. Um, so I think like not separating it too. I was actually on a um, podcast the other day and we were talking about, you know, how we've done things. And I'm like, well, we didn't separate mm-hmm. anything. There was no separation between business and family. Like we talked about, we're not the couple that's going to be like, don't talk about that at dinner. Yeah. I mean, if there's a stressful situation, of course, we're going to be like, we're not talking about that. Like that's mm-hmm. not going to be talked at the dinner table. But um, I think that that's something really powerful is we've just, it's been all together. Yeah always yeah our life is our life Um, and you know even back to getting left behind and I think sometimes you know as as a hard charging spouse you can get so focused especially the more masterminds and goal setting and everything you do you can get so focused on the outcome and forget that you know that goal that's out there whatever that goal is like do you want to get there alone like do you actually want to arrive at that goal and turn around and your car's empty. There's no children, there's no spouse. Like, mm-hmm. um, so just being present when you were talking about being heart-centered too, we get so focused on the goal and where we're headed. And, and so I think again, coming back to those those check-in points that I was talking about, that's why that's so important. And, and what I love about how you brought that over into, we don't separate our life and our children and our business. And that just makes sense. Like mm-hmm. our kids are, you know, Dylan's running his own business. Tim is very, just listening to him and and the way that he's approaching his career and work and I mean they they've they've been in those conversations with us even if they weren't engaging they're listening they're hearing it they're seeing the way we interact around business and finances and money and integrate our family into that Um, it's the most important thing you can do it's not separate it's together yeah and that outward goal (laughs) I think everybody starts out in a good place like you know like we're doing it for our families but it's really easy to just start chasing that rabbit instead of like okay actually let's come back to that home so i'm really excited for 2022 
um, because I think it's just going to get better and better. Everything, you know, that we've have planned so far is going to be amazing. Um, and we're going to be opening up for new couples, um, soon. And it's an intimate group, which I really love. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when we first started this, we were like 10 couples max and we had five and we were like, Ooh, this is kind of stretching it even. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love the intimacy. So that's going to be probably some, well, it is limited spots because we want to keep that, that space like safe and intimate. Yeah. And even on that note, I mean, you know, we had originally set out to have 10 couples, which we're, you know, we're, we're saying that we'll take 10 this year as well, but I don't, I don't just don't see, we can go past 10 couples and, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've got it open up to the existing couples first, obviously. And so, yeah, there's definitely limited spots. So if you're listening to this and, you know, I, I guess there's a couple different, um, thoughts that I have right now. Um, if you, you know, if you and your spouse are like, on the same page and you know want to get on a call with us then just reach out but also i've kind of seen this where um even if you're thinking right now that maybe this wouldn't be interesting for your spouse share this episode with them um just approach them like how do you know it gets to a point where we get so scared to ask mm -hmm. and and this is just 101 like how do you know if you don't ask and if they say no and they're not ready then that's fine there's nothing you can do about that but um at least ask you know, if, if you're, if you're uh, being pulled on and you think this is a fit, then just ask. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. So if you're interested in joining us uh, uh, for 2022, just text the word couples to 480-531-7519. And the way the process works, um, we'll get you over to, you know, a landing page. You'll be able to see what the uh, couples retreat is all about. And then, you know, the the event in the fall and just kind of the way the, the structure goes and there's some testimonials on there and you know just some of the stuff that we did this year you'll get to see all that um, but then also you'll have the ability to schedule a call with Kara and I as a couple and just go through a discovery process and we'll see if you know if it's a fit if we feel you you know you as a couple are a fit and you guys get to feel if uh, you think you're a fit with us so yeah I think that call is probably one of the most important parts because we get to connect um and like you said, like it has to be the right couple, like for the group too. So, you know, everybody fitting together. I think that that's a really powerful part of it. Yeah. And that's really our job. Um, and this is, you know, everybody says that spots are limited and, you know, we, we only take people that are a fit and, and I think, you know, a lot of times that's true, but in our case, this, this is absolutely true. Um, it is an intimate group and we're very selective. And even last year, we didn't fill the 10 spots, but there was a couple couples that we just didn't feel like it was a good fit. And so I think that's why it went so well is because we're very intentional about curating the right group of people. And, you know, it's just an intuition thing. And you're going to know that getting on a call with us too. You're going to know if it's a fit or not. And no matter what, um, we just have to make it work if it is. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be fun. So again, one more time, if you're interested in just opening up the conversation, text the word COUPLES to 480-531-7519. Awesome. And if you like this episode, share it on Instagram um, and tag us both because we love when you do that. And DM us. Yeah, really, really hope that uh, if your heart is leaning toward this, we get to jump on a call with you. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners.
Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.